Hey, everybody. This is the first episode of Megamon, where you get to see little people fight giant monsters. And uh, we'll, we'll see uh, exactly how they go. We have uh, some, some kind of crazy people that are going to travel to uh, another planet. And they are going to hunt down a giant monster and try to take it back for uh, other insane antics that we will see potentially in the future. Depends on how many of these monsters we actually catch. So uh, we have our uh, group of hunters that have been put together and uh, they will be traveling to a planet. And uh, the whole thing will be caught on live feed with drones flying around, capturing every moment of their adventure, relaying it back to a rabid crowd that is going to be cheering them on either for their success or for their super gory death, whichever one, either one gets ratings. So it doesn't really matter. So we are going to start this off. First in our uh, our uh, our departure room, so it opens up in a uh, fairly stark white room. Bunch of uh, lab techs with clean white coats on, walking around preparing the equipment. Two of them carry in these uh, large, super durable black cases, and they walk over to two teleporters. These big. Uh, kind of clear plastic tubes. And as they uh, they push them in, step back, a couple other techs hit some buttons and dials on a, uh, on a giant projected screen. And we see those kind of like twinkle out of existence. At that point, we have our four hunters who walk into the room. And uh, we won't do introductions or anything quite yet for that. We're gonna wait till the uh, till the show reveal for that part. But as you walk in, uh, your main contact, Doctor Martins, he uh, welcomes you in and says, "Okay, okay, uh, why don't you come on over and uh, gather around the display? We can uh, talk about what you're going to be going up with uh, once you get over there." So he kind of just welcomes everybody around. And uh, popping up from the floor is a projection of a globe. And the little world kind of slowly begins to spin. He takes his fingers and kind of enlarges a specific area. And when he points to the map, uh, you see a couple of little track marks pop up with a uh, little X at one point. He says... Okay, this is where you are going to uh, to land. Uh, it's the uh, the safest point, the safest connection that we can get. And uh, if you follow this direction, uh, a little west, uh, relatively speaking, that is where uh, the last time that the monster was seen uh, by our uh, the drone scouts. So you should be able to search right around that area to find. Uh, to find your target. Any questions? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll step forward. Um, I'm dressed in cloaks and animal skins and an intricate layering of both techno and, and bio materials. 
some sort of weird mending thing that my clan in the waist knows how to do. And most of my face is covered by a sort of a, a protective mask. So you can't really see too much what I look like. And I don't speak a lot, but I do step forward since we have a chance to ask a question here. What do we know about our quarry? What can you tell us before we go in? Ah, good question. All right. So uh, this is uh, Monster XL7345. Some of the techs have uh, nicknamed it the Shambler. It is uh, an immense beast that seems pretty uh, docile most of the time. Uh, it has a uh, covering of moss and various vegetation that uh, appears to be a um, kind of uh, uh, co-habitual situation. Uh, they uh, they seem to uh, the plants gather energy and they seem to feed it into the beast. Uh, so it has a near endless supply of energy in this uh in this zone uh it is somewhat sm uh slow moving uh though it's uh it has kind of vine-like tentacles that uh spring off of it that you might want to watch out for this monster has been classified as a massive titan so it is uh incredibly large approximately the size of a uh small mound standing uh, on its back, as far as we can tell, it's back approximately uh, 20 to 25 feet tall or uh, around 10 meters. So Carter holds up a hand. He kind of looks like Steve Irwin. You know, he's all khaki and everything. He's got his boonie hat on. And he says, uh, do we know if the beastie's got any, uh, any weaknesses that you're aware of? I mean, Obviously, we don't want to set it on fire, but uh, anything else we should know about? Uh, we are not sure quite yet. We have only seen the thing move slightly every once in a while. Um, it does like to, uh, in, in the daytime, it meanders down into the flatlands. Uh, and then at night, we'll... Uh, make its way back up into the mountains. And so far we don't, we have had very little interaction with it, um, with the drones. And as far as we can tell, it does not have any other rivals within the area. It does not eat. Uh, so it has no, uh, no competition in terms of food source. So there is nothing that has actually uh, attacked it yet. So we aren't sure it has thus far, um, not played into any of the uh, pokes and prods from the uh, drones that we have sent to gather more information on it. In the climate for this place? Oh, and he'll kind of zone, zoom out slightly for it. Is uh, The planet you are going to is uh, TPA-12. It's a um, Earth-like planet. It is uh, somewhat arid uh so it is a rather dry zone uh with a fairly temperate climate uh however the uh area that the shambler does like to visit is uh one of the uh few oases within uh this zone 
So it is a rather uh, rather uh, soft, mossy, almost sponge-like area uh, with uh, high levels of rain and uh, several small ponds or lakes scattered about. You said the Shambler. Is there only the one? As far as we know, yes. Though these uh, these monsters are fairly difficult to locate as they uh, pretty much the only time that they do move is in the uh, morning and evening when they go from their dwelling, wherever that may be. We have yet to actually locate where they sleep. Uh, so when it comes from its uh, its sleeping location down into the flatlands to sun and then back up. And is one of those tran- transport discs going to be enough? Oh, yes, most definitely. Um, we have uh, tuned it to the uh, circumference that is required. All right. So Davey will walk up and, uh, you know, he'll, he'll look around at the monitor that popped up and kind of look around at it. Once Davey walks up, everybody looks and sees, and it's a it's a six-foot-four man dressed in a mascot con- uh, costume that looks like a crocodile, and he's wearing a, a raccoon skin cap, and he looks over and goes, so when are we going to know when the TVs are on us? How are we going to know when the cameras are seeing us? How do we Crikey, know? Crikey, if- there's a monster right there! <laughs> <sighs> How do we know if people watch us that they're paying attention to us and not one of the other uh, members of the team here? Do not worry. Each of you will have your own camera assigned to you and you will get feedback from the uh, the audience on uh, whatever is going on. So does the feedback come from the drones floating around or do we have yes. like, okay, yep. so we don't, we don't have like headsets or earpieces or anything in? No, you'll get, uh, you'll get, projections from the drones okay. of uh, of feedback okay like a hologram kind of thing basically yeah yeah so when, when davy walks up he's got uh, across across his like suit he's got like this rope going from one side to the other wrapped around and there's like a giant a big hook hanging in the front and then on the side he'll have a big buoy knife kind of like on a, a leather a leather this is it tasseled i guess it would be tasseled right if the the leather fringe with a big Bowie knife hanging down the side. And he'll say, you know, my cousin came out before and he got, was very successful in a hunt, but I don't want to just be successful. You know, I want to make sure that people know who I am and, and remember me. What's the use of doing good and winning if no one remembers your name? And he'll, you know, he'll kind of just like flex. He'll keep, kind of like shift the, the Bowie knife around back and back and forth on his hip. Got my eyes on you, Croc. <sighs> <laughs> So you did say this was an arid, dry zone, right? It is, yes. Okay, better so. bring your moisturizer. <laughs> so Dave, will shake his head a bit, and he'll kind of go for where the zipper is on the on the top of the head part of uh, of his costume, and say, "Well, may have to may have to debate this after after we get planet side." Marins will shake his head. It's like as soon as they started monetizing this, <laughs> I knew that it was going to be a bad idea. It's like goldenpalace.com, right? It's all written up and down the side. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, if there is nothing else, uh, he'll, he'll. Oh, and I'll, I'll say too, while, uh, while you were having this conversation as well, he'll have pulled up a second thing of uh, a second video 
that's like drone footage of the Shambler, what they have. And uh, basically all you saw was like this large, it looks almost like moss and fern covered hill that all of a sudden just like undulates and like begins to like lift up and move like ever so slowly. And then uh, you'll see one of the dr- like the the drone that this footage is coming from. Like as it gets, uh, it comes up to it, and uh, you see like an electrostatic shock that comes from it. And then there's this swift movement that you can barely even see, blurred from the corner of it. And all of a sudden, the whole screen just goes static. So whenever whenever Davey sees that that electrostatic. You know, he kind of looks around to see what other equipment everyone else has. And then he'll, you know, kind of he'll grab the, the big metal hook hanging down and then grab his knife and, you know, kind of look back to where that shock was and <laughs> say, and he'll look over to, to Mercy and say, you look like you have more organic coverage. So maybe you won't get zapped by that when we get yeah. there. Well, no, you even know. So that is um, in order to to test the monsters beforehand, they want to get some information on them to give to the hunters. So they send drones there. They, uh, they, they call them prod drones. Oh, and they're so just coming from to, to make the monster angry so gotcha. that it'll show as much of its offensive capabilities as possible. Okay. So then, so it's coming from us then. So oh, if nice. I switch it around the other way, I'll look back and say, yeah, that, that zapping down thing, that's just for the monsters, right? That's not going to be aimed at us. The only thing we have on us is cameras, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. So he'll ease his hands away from the metal. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like we put like like bombs in the back of your yeah, head exactly or anything right. yeah, like yeah. that. No, you're fine. <laughs> and he looks, he looks back. He's like, wait, this, this, this isn't that group, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Carter looks over to uh, to Stark as the only one that hasn't said anything. He says, "Hey." What about you? And Stark, for the people that are seeing this around him, uh, Stark. Yeah, is, I want to know what you look like. Yeah, first. Stark is is actually pretty young. He's in his twenties, probably twenty twenty one. Um, he is uh, covered in a lot of earth, so he's got a lot of like, um, a lot of like branches and leaves and pine needles and he's got like rubbed in dirt and uh shit and like he's it, it's all caked in him because he stark is one of these uh hunters that wants to become one with these monsters instead of going the route of just hunting you know he wants to he's uh as you can see on his uh right hip he has a pan flute on a, on his other hip, his left hip, he has an elixir which no one knows about, which is a hypnotized elixir. Uh, he wants to be kind of like the uh, Pied Piper of uh, <laughs> monsters, and to kind of be able to not only work with him, but you know he can kind of lead them to do the things that he wants to do. Um, he's been more successful than not, um, but he's still got a lot to learn. Um, the way that everything is kind of caked on him too, he looks like the cro- a cross between kind of like a fox and a raccoon kind of, 
So there's a lot of colors going on, and it's kind of confusing to people that aren't used to it, but just something that Stark has been doing ever since he's started hunting. This is just what he's always thought he was going to become, and that's what he does. He's like so a then, human ghillie suit. He's got stuff sticking okay, so out all over him. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, just based on that description alone, all of the dialogue that's preceded us, like everything the director guy has been saying, um, whenever he says something like particularly corporate or ironic, um, I look over at Stark because he's the only one in this group that I kind of like can identify with. Yeah, I'm from and, the and, wilderness, you know. Yeah, it's it's Stark is more of a, you know, with the with the whole like trying to be one with the animals and stuff like that. He'll do that with people too. He'll you know just kind of like survey everyone's personalities and what they're like and he doesn't he's not an alpha he kind of sits back and you know takes everything in and then takes notes hmm. so with like carter with carter he knows that you know carter's more of a you know kind of excitable like really excited about these uh from what he can tell these monsters and stuff like that and that he's you know from the look at him, he looks like he's professional and like really good at his job. So like he'll kind of try to not to kiss up to that, but he'll try to kind of try to schmooze a little bit, I guess. And Stark <laughs> will be like, well, haha. Well, what I think is that with all that's going on, I mean, I think that this beast is going to be one that's going to be a challenge. Ha ha. Well, they all are, aren't they? They sure are. And I don't think that this one is going to be any different. Ha ha. So so Carter like takes a step back and like turns towards uh Davy, but like as he turns, like the snout of the cow, like he bumps it and he's like, oh shit. And then he, he like leans in close and he goes, Hey, I think when it comes to a, a stand-up, it's gonna be just you and me, eh? If we can keep all the cameras focused on us, right? And you know, he'll <laughs> look around to everyone else and says, uh I'm more interested in getting uh, getting capturing the eyeballs than you know capturing any monsters. So maybe uh, maybe that we can use that to our advantage. Oh, for fuck's sake, mate! We we gotta catch the goddamn monsters. Don't worry. When it comes down to um, having to uh, actually finish the job, definitely don't worry about what I'm bringing to the table. But make sure they keep all those drones. Make sure they keep their eyes on us. Uh, and then while he's saying that, he'll look over to where the monitor is and shout at the guy. So, um, so if we're getting good feedback, right, if people are happy or they're, uh, they're excited or they're rooting for us, uh, we're going to be able to know that right off the bat, right? We'll be able to see if, you know, if we're doing a good job and people are cheering and, uh, and appreciative, right? Yes. Yes. Of course. As usual. <laughs> and then, um, so then Dave, you'll look back and then, uh, you know, he's got the, the eye thing, so he can't wink. So he'll kind of like pull it down a little bit. <laughs> and wink over. Don't worry, we got this. Carter just kind of like shakes his head, sort of like rubs at his temples, you know, hoists the shields up, flicks the 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 hollow on. So it's just like a dude cracking a, a suds weezer and chugging it back, and it just keeps doing it, cracking it, chugging it. <laughs> he kind of like holds it up. So if there's anything, he kind of like turns a little bit, try to catch the camera. If there's a camera in here. Mm-hmm. So, so no cameras in here yet. This is a this is a clean room. This is a dry room. I was going to say, Davey was going to elbow elbow Carter and kind of point him where the cameras are, but there's yeah. none in there. Then 
Maybe save save some save those for a bit later when we get on the planet. It flips it back off and kind of like throws it over his shoulder. Okay. I have okay. another question. Well, yes. Sure. What happens to the creature after we bring it back? And uh, Marins will kind of point over his shoulder a little bit. Uh, there's a uh, containment room. Uh, well, in this case, for a creature this size, a containment building um, that it is transported to afterwards. It'll be okay, though. Oh, yes, yes. Right? We need it for later. I look over at Stark. What does he think of this? I just want to read later. it real quick. Yeah, he'll actually say it out loud. Later for what? Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, don't worry. Uh, we, we keep them healthy. Keep them fed. Um, You're not answering my question. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, there's a, uh, there's the, uh, the, the network has, uh, a spinoff series that they are planning. Okay. And again, you're not answering my question really. What is it? Ha <laughs> ha. I, I do not know. I'm just, a, I'm, I'm just the, the lab tech here. That's so all you're, pro- so you're promising, promising, promising us that the Shambler will be, Shambler will be safe. <laughs> it will, uh, arrive, uh, as long as you do your job, it'll arrive in, uh, in relatively good health. And then our, uh, our technicians and, uh, and, uh, veterinarians will look after it and, uh, and return it to a hundred percent, if not better than it was before. I'll take you out your word. Ha <laughs> So this spinoff you're talking about. So, uh, is this is this like some kind of voting show? Is this some some show the if if we get the most votes we can go on to the spinoff show too? Or you know what's our chances of uh, you know making sure we get uh, get our faces on the cameras on that spinoff I, show? I don't. I'm not in the planning board. I don't know what they do up there. <laughs> I stay down here. I get you prepped. I send you on your way. That's it. Where's the showrunner? Is he around here somewhere? Anyone else we can talk to? We got any script doctors in here? Find out what's going on. <laughs> and he looks around. Like, do you see anybody in a suit here? Well, yeah, my suit, but uh, that's not the kind of suit I want to talk to. <laughs> At that point, he turns around and he picks up a box and he opens it and he says, take one, put it on. And in each of them, there's a uh, there's a cuff. It looks like a kind of a large uh, a large digital uh, round digital readout uh, face, and then it uh, it cuffs around your wrist or wherever you would like to put it. Yeah, Carter steps right up and grabs it. What's on the readout? Uh, this is uh, for uh, basic uh, medical information. Uh, if you would like to keep track of that, uh, but more importantly, um, this is your tether to uh, our location. So uh, uh, once you are ready to come back, you uh, type in your passcode uh, and uh, brings you back. Stark grabs grabs a uh, wristband and puts it on. Davy grabs <laughs> it and kind of looks at it with his. Uh, it doesn't fit on his wrist. So he kind of turns around and, you know, he unzips a bit. And then, you know, you see one, you see one arm go limp. Takes the glove off. Puts back yeah, he, he puts it back on and he starts mumbling to himself. I hope I don't get into any shit because if I get to zap myself back here, I'm going to have to be taken off. I love it. I see. I just know you like you take you have to take your arm out of the costume. So the costume goes, li- the costume yeah, arm goes limp for a side, second. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, if, we, if, if we're stuck in the middle of something, I got to push that button to get back. It's going to take me a lot longer than everyone else. All right. He's just grumbling to himself. Yeah, he's trying to put it on, but it's like other arms just whipping from the side to side because he's trying to work it on. Has, has the homing uh, disc already been sent over? Is that something we got to take with us? Uh, that is uh, already in the equipment that has been sent ahead of time. Uh, and so you'll be fine. What other equipment are you sending over there? Just a disc or anything else? Uh, no, all the drones and everything are sent over beforehand. Um, the uh, they they really like to get the arrival of the hunters. So you're not you're not giving us any other equipment other than our equipment. Oh no! Why no. would you do that? Just just double checking. Aren't you prepared enough, Davy? Haha. Every little bit helps, right? If they're gonna if they're gonna add a bit more spice to it, then I wouldn't say no. Uh, I got I got my backpack to stick some stuff in. Um, there was some extra things that go boom. Then I wouldn't say no to that. Is there any time restriction on this? Uh, well, uh, the uh, system has a built-in twenty-four hour time limit. At which point your uh, your uh, telometers will run out of power. But uh, that's only happened a couple of times in uh, in the broadcast history so you should be fine oh that's refreshing this uh this hunt is a relatively short distance uh and he goes back to the map and he's like uh you're only looking at um at a few kilometers so shouldn't be a problem all right well let's uh let's get to it then eh? just gonna be any fanfare when we uh when we hop off on the planet right you know like uh like some sparks shooting up or some lights going off Gonna make sure everybody sees our entrance. Stark like trends. Stark rolls his eyes like super big time when he has that. <laughs> he rolls his eyes so much his head falls backwards. <laughs> uh, there are uh, some more uh, of the uh, high end uh, sponsored hunters that do, in fact, uh, will have uh, certain uh, certain entrances, but uh, you have to build up to that. You have to get the respect of the uh, of the network and of the people before we'll uh, invest in, uh, in in that sort of uh, equipment. David kind of slumps down and says, "Always got to start at the bottom. Got to climb your way up to the top." Fine, he was just you know kind of grumbling. Okay, well, um, they're saying that uh, they would like to go live soon. Uh, so please, if you could uh, jump. Uh, jump into your uh, your uh, teleporter tubes. Carter's already half in a tube. <laughs> yep. Is that a euphemism for anything? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming we all get our own tubes, right? You do get your own tube, yes. Okay, so Davey kind of mooshes his, his way in and the way he turns <laughs> around. And the, hold, the tube hold, the, hold the front of the costume down. <laughs> the, the whole He's got the tail. Mooshed, yeah, the tail's mooshed up and the <laughs> snout's yeah. mooshed down. As the front door comes down, it kind of pushes the snout of the costume <laughs> down and presses up against the front. I would like Davy to roll for his tail not getting caught when he gets shot out of it. <laughs> I'm all right with that. We'll, let, we'll do that when we get there. That whole ass is ripped off. <laughs> I think he appears on the other end with his own genetic makeup, like blended in with that. <laughs> like the fly. Like the fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Except he's not half he not half man, half cro- half crocodile. He's half man, half crocodile suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, half Muppet, I guess. Right? Half Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, if everyone steps into their tubes, uh, once you step in, there's a uh, a front door that slides down to completely encase you in this. Doc Martin Marins. Uh, I almost said Doc Martins. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's literally what I thought you called him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross that out. Um, Doctor Marins kind of gives you a thumbs up and then uh, reaches over to the console, types in the coordinates and his password, and then hits the big, uh, the big glowing green button. And at that moment, the whole world begins to kind of go uh, bright and then dark and then bright and dark. And it begins to flash faster and faster and faster until eventually there's all these little colored lights that begin to focus into your eyes. And then uh, and you start to feel kind of flashes of hot and cold through go throughout your own body as if you're being sliced into tiny little fractions of yourself. And eventually everything goes super white. And then blacks out. I would like to uh, everybody to give me a DL four health roll. Can I add my fortitude? Uh, sure. Go ahead. So I got a five. Ooh, that's four plus one. The other one was a one. <laughs> five. Yes. Six. Yes, and six. Ooh, two yes ands. Look at that. All right. So you uh, appear back on, you appear now on the planet. And as you kind of come into reality, your molecular bits placed back together, uh, you uh, come in and as you finally reconstitute, uh, all four of you see your drones kind of begin spiraling around you, getting this really kind of action shot that comes around. First one is Carter Allen. So your camera kind of pans around you. And from the audience's perspective, the shot kind of comes around your back. And then as it comes into your front, there's a f- quick freeze frame and there's a can of beer that comes falling down into the screen. And then a knife comes shooting through it. So that beer splurts out the side and your name Carter Allen flashes <laughs> up on the screen. <laughs> Want to give us a, um, a quick little more in-depth description of what Carter looks like. Um, so when he steps out, he's got the shield up. It's got the, the, the animation going as the you know drone spins around. He's got the big logo on the back of his flak jacket. And you know, he's in his khaki shorts, he's got his boots with his wool socks, you know, pulled up. He's got his booty cat one side is sort of flipped up. He's you know, he's like five ten, you know, short hair, clean shaven, you know, stock not not muscular, more like stocky. He, you know, like holds the shield up as it's spinning and the thing is, you know, doing all of its animations and stuff. And then he kind of like brings it, you know, down and he's, you know, like, are you not entertained? Like, he just, you know, like sort of takes that posture (laughs) 
and you know nice. sort of like steps away from the other pods right kind of keep the camera on him like nope i'm over here <laughs> oh yeah all four of you are kind of set up uh they teleport you in so you're far enough away that you aren't in each other's um mm. in each other's shots nice yeah all right, and then we have Mercy as your camera kind of pans around and then it freeze frames right on the front. There is this small glow that appears from front of you and then this giant cross appears and then flashing across that with a big final flash of a glow is Mercy. And what does Mercy look like? Uh, I'm sharing my screen if you want to pop that up. Uh, Mercy comes from the wildlands west of Union City, and uh, there we go. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm wearing a, a mixture of uh, high tech gear salvaged from burnt out city ruins, and sort of bio mesh textiles invented by my people. Um, I'm really uncomfortable with the cameras and I keep looking around at, at the drones. Uh, seeing myself on screen makes me really nervous. And uh, like Stark, uh, who I immediately took a liking to because I saw the elixirs hanging on his belt, uh, I also make elixirs. I've got a couple little pouches full of things that I can, that rifle that I'm carrying uh, is not a, it doesn't shoot bullets, it shoots darts. And uh, I have a couple darts pre-filled with uh, different elixirs. Nice. All right. And then we have spinning around uh, as the camera comes around Stark. It comes in when it freeze frames right on the front of you and a menagerie of animals uh, begin to kind of flutter from the corners of the screens and solidify into the middle, then bursting out into a freeze frame as we see Stark strewn across it, almost in like, uh, in like crayon, like writing. So when these pods kind of drop us off, how, how do they land? So the pods themselves don't land. You're actually teleported over to this other. So think of it almost like, uh, like Star Trek esque teleportation. Okay. All right. So yeah. uh, for my and, if you don't mind, of course, go ahead. I'm gonna have it instead of being like I'm just kind of teleported and I'm there. It's mm -hmm. almost like one of those I'm teleported forward. So mm. when I'm teleported forward, I kind of come into a slide, and I kind of come into like a three point stance with one of my hands in the air. No, nice. you can tell is that actually uh, all of my fingernails have actually been uh, sharpened to points. Disturbing. And, yeah. And so when when Stark comes to kind of slides to that three point stance or whatever, um, even though he's a he's one that doesn't seem to take in the glory of the crowd or anything like that, he does actually wink at the camera. And does the and does his little ha ha kind of thing, <laughs> and um, uh, it I pretty much gave you most of a description of what Stark look like looks like, but like as far as like um human clothes goes, he doesn't really have anything that way. Most of the stuff that he has that's covered up his bits are are actually met are earth made or whatever you want to call it. So. One of the things that it's funny because even before I even know what the shambling was, he actually has a vine made 
kind of like undergarment underwear covering up his uh, front and back. And um, he also has a kind of like a strip coming across his chest too, kind of hiding his pecs. And um, it's made out of a, what looks to be kind of a leather, but you don't know what animal or beast or Mm. whatever it's kind of made out of. Uh, it's, it's just kind people. of wrapped around. Damn it, you ruined it. <laughs> well, as soon as you said we don't know what kind it is, you know where everybody's minds going, right? What do you what do you think pleather is? It's people leather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so he yeah, so he comes with a flourish, he does, you know, he does his thing, he does his haha, and people are nice. This is Stark. And uh yeah, so when uh when Stark pulls in like that. From his drone, from your perspective, you can actually see holographic projections begin to pop up from the drone. And there's uh, there's thumbs ups that pop up and hearts and then laugh emojis. And it's like the like the big laugh emoji with the tears coming out and everything. And uh, it's not meant as like they're laughing at you, but they're laughing with you type of thing it's like their emoji representation of your like ha catchphrase you got those hearts going yeah <laughs> yeah and i forgot uh stark also has kind of like a cloud from final fantasy kind of hairdo except for it's fiery red <laughs> nice <laughs> all right and finally the camera uh the drone kind of pans through and when it freeze frozen on uh, on davy crockett dial there actually is kind of a uh crocodile that uh quickly waves through the screen and then lunges forward and uh and and uh when it kind of opens its mouth and clamps down showing up right on its uh on its flank side is davy so when davy comes out it's almost like uh it's like watching a a espn either when they go to commercial or they're coming back and they zoom in on the mascot so he's doing the (laughs) you know he's doing the clapping and obviously he's got the big snout so then he's he you know grabs it each way and pulls it sideways like if you're watching a florida gators game where the, the mascot's just um you know he's clapping and then he does that, and then he pulls off from his back, you know, one of those old, you know, the old bullhorns, you know, that cheerleaders use mm-hmm. on the sidelines, just like the big cone. And he's, you know, he's clapping and waving his arms and like shouting, and he's just shouting his own name into it, and he's yeah. clapping. So he's, well, he's a mascot. So he's doing. There you it. go. I meant to do it like it freeze frames perfectly as you like pull the blowhorn out, and you're like ah, and it like free frames perfect into that until that like. <laughs> We're into into the display. Of you, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. So yeah, it's like you're watching, you know, ESPN coverage of a game and they're zooming in and out from commercial with the mascot. So he's, you know, he's clapping and smacking his hand on the bullhorn and, you know, raising the roof and throwing his arms up in the air, making sure he's always centered into the camera. Right. You hear one random person go, do the mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they I don't know if Kevin knows how to do the mash potato. <laughs> Davey, would, right. Davey, Davey will hear that and he'll do some other kind of dance. He'll do uh, <laughs> he'll do the floss dance, right? Can we say that? Yeah, he'll do the floss <laughs> dance. And, then... and, uh, and yeah, likewise with, uh, with Davey, you see uh, kind of holographic projections of, uh, of thumbs ups and then of like the, uh, the actual like crocodile 
emoji that they have and all that kind of stuff. So the, all like all those start to pop up all over the place for you as well. So can can we all see each other's? You know when that like when Starks. Oh, you can up, absolutely. Yeah. So when when Starks popped up. Davey will be looking how many of the, the the emojis are flying across the screen. And then when he sees it on his, he'll try to count and he'll try to weigh up who's got more <laughs> of them. So he's trying to do, you know, you can see him looking back and forth to see who's got, you know, more of the stuff right. flying on their screen. Yeah. It's hard to get, you have to kind of flip your head back and forth. It's hard to keep track. Um, but you think that you, you might have potentially a few more of him uh, than him. No, he'll pump his arm when he's looking <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> it's like on Instagram, right? Because they just all go streaming down the side, so you can't really <laughs> right, exactly. see how many are going. Yeah, Carter feels like he's falling behind a little bit, so he reaches into his pack and he, like, you know, expertly like pulls out a, su- a sud sizer and like <laughs> cracks it open and like you know, in that stupid way a commercial, like you always just see the label, like your hands like all freaking twisted around and like. <laughs> Starts chugging a, a can of can of beer. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so right now, you four find yourself on a uh, on the semi-arid landscape of TPA twelve. It is a at the moment a uh, fairly flat and somewhat sandy location with basically like scrub grass and dune grass uh, scattered about. Uh, you can if see... this was Earth, where would, we, where would we think we are? Um, Let's see. I don't know. Could we compare it to kind of like a, like a Texas coastline-ish kind of thing? So it's like kind of, kind of warm, dry, but there's, uh, there's still slight vegetation. Just not completely like desert. Is there a body of water? Exactly. No, nothing that you can around? see. Okay. No, but uh, off towards uh, towards the west, you can see um, somewhat close to you, probably about four to five kilometers, um, a uh, that the landscape does kind of rise up into a uh, small mountain chain. Uh, what would be the check to try to figure out what time of day it was? Because we know that it comes down to the flatlands in the morning and it goes back up to the mountain in the evening. So I would like to True. assess, you know, if, if it's Earth-like, you know, does it have, you know, we don't know what the cycle is, but. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, go was ahead it, and give me. Did you say it was green? What was? The, the shambler? shambler itself. Uh, it's kind of a modeled between like, it's like brown and green. Uh, basically it is very well camouflaged into the, uh, environment that it, uh, that it's located, which is, uh, predominantly kind of a muddy brown, but with some vegetation. Okay. And that's why I ask because does that coloration match the area that we see around us right now? Not currently. No. Uh, but from the footage that you saw, the uh, the terrain that you're in doesn't necessarily match the terrain that you saw the Shambler in anyway. So, uh, okay, so, so uh, we're yeah. looking for a place with maybe a different kind of vegetation than this or more rock. Exactly, or... Yeah. Yep. All right. So, uh, Carter, why don't you go ahead and give me uh, uh, do you have let's see. You have, like, Awareness is the only thing that I have. Like that. 
Yeah, but this would be kind of more, uh, you know, survival or nature, that kind of stuff. So brainsy kind of uh, thing. Nope. Yeah. So in that case, why well, just give me a brain check? So uh, part of your your doing uh, time of day. Let's That's say what you're four out, right? because it is a it is a you know an earth like but what you got six. Six. oh that's a yes and uh yeah so you know that it is uh being earth like it's about the same size and it seems to be about you know about the not that you can necessarily tell but it's about the same distance from the sun that earth is and everything so you're the assumption is about like a 22 to 24 hour day so you're looking at uh, probably around noonish. Okay. So he says, uh, "Well, it seems if uh, if this is close to Earth, like they said, that it's uh, it's about noonish. So we might, if we can head it off before it hits the mountains, uh, it might be down in the flats right now by the oasis. Uh, the guy told us to head west, so he just you know just points out." You know, to like pulls out his compass, you know, does one of these and says, We gotta head that way. Can't tell from the sun because it's noon, so it's overhead. True, yeah. Or roughly ish. Right. Yep. But you saw at least um so uh well actually go ahead and give me uh in uh another brains check. Okay. Beat a three. No, <laughs> I got pair of twos. Pair <laughs> of twos, all right. Well, that's a, oh, that's a, that's a no, but, um, so, uh, so yeah, you, I will say at the very least, so you, you had mentioned that, you know, uh, before it goes to sleep and everything. And so while you don't know exactly where it is, I will say, uh, you do remember that Doc Marins, uh, had mentioned that it does travel towards the mountains at sunset yeah that's why i wanted to head up that way and try to cut it off before it got yeah. up there so davey will look to see what carter's doing and you know he'll kind of step away from what everybody and he'll try to see if he can i guess we're just dropped in so it's not like he's going to find any tracks now but you know he'll kind of look around if if we can see you know, do we know if the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, right? If if it's heading towards, um, you know, Davey's just trying to think of a way we can try to, to if we just head towards, so, you know, he'll look to Carter and say, should we just head towards the mountains then? Um, I can't see any really tracks around me right here, but if it's going to head towards the mountains when it gets, uh, gets darker, maybe just head off that way. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. And he like, he holds, you know, holds his hands out with the compass and he's like, Assuming this is accurate, it's going to be that way. Mercy walks over to start. I want to consider the uh, the terrain that we saw earlier that the creature was in, and also the 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 angle of the sun that we can see. Because I don't even know if you want me to roll or not, because it just seems pretty basic that I know one or the other. When this creature goes up the mountain, it's either going there to stay warm, or it's going there to stay cool. And that seems like an animal behavior kind of a thing. And I know that Stark is an animal tracker. So I want to bounce this idea off of him. Based on that video we saw, which which side is it going to approach the mountain from? The warm side or the cold side? Um, you want to make us roll something? or? I was going to let him talk a little bit first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stark, Stark, like, 
appreciates Mercy coming to him like right away. So like he won't even like give him like a a response, not not as a slight against him. He'll just he'll just Me? start uh Mercy, yep. He'll just he'll just start looking like at the ground and just seeing if there's any like signs of the shambler or you know or what what the shambler might be okay so i might know. i might need you to make another role because I, I identify as a woman and i'm not sure if you recognize that or not <laughs> no i well you i don't think you ever described that to me so like i don't think i don't think stark i don't think stark would have noticed and i don't it's not that. i don't know how well you can see my avatar <laughs> Yeah, I I could, and, it, and to tell you the truth, I it was from the avatar. It was hard for me to tell, and I don't think I don't think Stark would actually care. Like, not again, not in a disrespectful way. It would just be in a, you know, like he's not very good at noticing. Well, no, he would notice because I already said that he likes to notice those things. But I, yeah, and really, I got to tell you, it's just because you use the word "he" twice, but that doesn't necessarily oh. mean it's Stark. Used yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, I, th- I, I think it's just a because. So it's, it's really only the, an the issue player, that, not. No, 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 no. All I'm saying is, it's I'm only injecting it here because if my gender alters Stark's response to me, then I wanted to let you know that. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely would not. Um, Stark already has a lot of respect for you, just for mercy actually trusting stark and his abilities so he would mm, no i again i don't think he would really respond i think he would just do it cool. all right uh so why don't you go ahead and uh give me so what is your expertise in probably my expertise would be well cuz we already there's already a tracking skill right there is, yeah. So I don't know if, but it could be. I mean, your your expertise could be like in like monsters. It could be in like or like extraterrestrial biology or you know anything like that. Like, yeah. Um, I pro it probably would be monsters then, just because yeah. of how I've described Stark as a character. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So he's kind of kind of an ex an encyclopedia of things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even though the Shambler is kind of right now, it seems very one of a kind or one of a kind ish. Mm-hmm. Um, he still knows a little bit, but exactly wants to know more. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and give me a uh, a brains roll and then you can modify that with your expertise okay. and uh, go ahead and give, do. Let's do a DL four. Okay. Wow, I'm glad I have my expertise. That's a five. <laughs> oh, that's a yes. All right. So with the with the question that Mercy has uh, has given you, you can uh, feel pretty confident that it is probably resting on the eastern side of a mountain to uh, soak up, to kind of stay away from some of the heat of the uh, the western side of the mountain where the sun has been beating down on it for the second half of the day, mostly so it has absorbed a lot of the nutrients and the water 
from uh, the day and doesn't want to sit on the warm stone to uh, to have that kind of be leached out of it. Okay. So Stark kind of bends down and is kind of feeling the earth and kind of picking it up and kind of letting it go and shows it to Mercy. And as she's looking at him, he's kind of like taking taking the dry parts of the earth and he's kind of like going like this and, you know, kind of showing how dry it is. And then he's also picking up like if there's any like like leaves or like grass or anything like that, he's kind of doing it. He's picking up and he's putting it in his hand and then he's kind of rubbing it in kind of a circle where it all kind of dissipates because it's so dry. And then he points to the east and he says to Mercy, he says, uh, ha ha, east. East is where it is less dry and more wet. Ha ha. Mercy nods and, and uh, smiles uh, and then looks over at, at the other two guys. We need to approach that mountain from the east side. All right, well, we still got to go west to get up there, yeah? And then we'll just have to make a jag through the uh, over the side of the mountain then. Well, I mean, if you're coming from the west, then if you're traveling west, then you will be hitting the eastern side of the mountain. Huh. Right, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that means that the, the low land that it, that it will be traveling to is not this place, but has to be somewhere near because if he's trying to stay eastward. So then I guess our question is, uh, is he coming from the north of us or from the south of us? Because whichever way he's coming, he's headed toward the east side of that mountain, and I'm gesturing with my head to the west. He ain't coming from here. Uh, why don't the four of you give me a psyche check? And if you want to modify that with awareness, you can. Let's go ahead and make it a DL3. Uh, I got a seven. I mean, Two. out of character, the guy said go west. Like, sure, he yeah. showed us on the map. We go here, and it's that way. Yeah. Three three right on it. All right. That's a no but. I rolled a five. Ooh. Unless I can add animal behavior. Uh, no, this is something different. All right. Davey? Uh, two. Sorry, didn't say a lot. Two. two. Oof. <laughs> That's a no and. <laughs> Starts freaking out, hyperventilating in his costume. <laughs> is it hot here? Or is it just yeah. it's so hot right. on this side? Passes out. <laughs> All right. To find um, this stupid thing. It's supposed to be cooler and uh, wetter where he's at. Let's go find it. Yep. So we have. Uh, let's see. Carter and Mercy. You also got a yes, correct? I got a yes and. Yeah, you got Yeah, Carter got a yes and. So the two of you can see that uh, off to the west, there seems to be kind of a, I'm not going to call it a storm, but a, a, micro, a micro burst of precipitation that seems to be stirred up by the, uh, by the jet stream that kind of hits the mountains and then circles back around wait is this between us and the mountain no so yes uh but kind of cl- a little bit closer to the feet to the foot of the mountains 
the feet of the mountain. Like mountains can fucking get up and walk. <laughs> just, it's like the bottom of the mountains. Yeah. Maybe oh, the they do here. What do we know? Very true. A shambler is a big mound. That yeah, a shambler is basically a mountain with feet. We're chasing it. <laughs> and yeah, uh, let's let's we'll do go. the hill first before we go hunt the mountain. Right. The hill, yeah. Uh and Carter, what is your and? Fuck, I don't know. Um, I get a I get a bunch of likes for like uh, I don't know figuring out which way we're supposed to go. I <laughs> All right, well say something then. <laughs> uh, I say think he already cool. said like he he showed uh, Davy the uh, the compass. Said you know the guy said west. We're you know we're supposed to go this way. Oh uh, yeah, there you go. Um, so is but, your is your and that you actually? So we'll say you like you you actually like uh, bring up your compass, but it like does like a hollow projection of like the area and you're like and you bring up like the little mini map almost and you're like says fucking go west so go west and like people are like laugh emoji laugh emoji laugh emoji before they head out he he turns back over to the gear and grabs the uh the return disc and you know just kind of noses around to see if there's anything else useful with the gear that was sent ahead no, it's just uh, so it's basically just two big plastic crates that when they arrive, uh, one of them has all of the uh, all of the drones in it. And so that bas- that basically pops open and all the drones begin to fly around and get B footage and prepare for your arrival to get those pan shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one does have the. Um, the uh the disc that you're supposed to uh attach to the monster in order to get it back and that's really all it has in it that's it okay so so he grabs that um if it's small enough he sticks it in his backpack if it's bigger then he'll you know yeah, like strap it to the outside okay oh yeah he totally sticks it in his back then so based on the movie that we saw or the hologram that we saw at this time of day would be be expecting it to be heading toward the mountain or coming down off of the it would it's midday it's about afternoon so it should already be in the mount it should already be in the lowlands uh right, so hanging out all that energy and hydrating yeah okay and when does it when do we think it will move again uh evening yeah yeah uh Marin's told you that it uh it heads back up around sunset before it really starts to get cold so we have like six hours before it starts to move again ish yeah okay so Carter just starts moseying up to the west he's got a shield up so the so the go. animation's visible to everybody he's got the thing on his back yeah nice okay so no, as yeah. we're walking I'm sorry. I was just going to say he looks for for signs along the way, whether or not it's awareness or whatever. But like he would, he knows that Marin said that it was you know four or five clicks, so mm-hmm. we've got a while to get there. But like he's just, right. you know, we don't want to get jumped by some other creature that <laughs> he didn't tell us about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to keep my my rifle up and a dart ready in the chamber. But as we're walking, I'm going to fall in next to Stark. Because I just want to talk shit with him about like a- animal behavior in general and uh, our theories on, you know, what this thing might eat or uh, other aspects of interest to people who like animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And Stark Stark kind of like does like theoretical kind of stuff since he doesn't he doesn't know exactly a lot about the Shambler just yet, but he just he assumes that through the and just to let you know, I'm just picturing this as like a montage that happens through like these scenes where we're just marching and walking and marching and walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just like a friendly conversation, something we're doing as we're heading along. Yeah, and as you as you uh, four started to march off into the distance, they know by now the 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 pacing of all this. So they'll probably like cut to commercial, and they have some inter you know some other stuff, maybe uh, interviews with the that they've done with the four of you beforehand, and kind of promo material. They're basically just waiting to gather enough. Uh, gather up enough footage that they can be like okay now we're back and they'll like do like cut 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 together before like there's another action scene by the time we get close to that storm you're talking about which i imagine mm-hmm. i don't know it takes an, an hour or something like that no yeah, probably a little less yeah but just by talking out loud and our skill sets is there any chance that stark and i have like figured something out about this well i have i have I have uh, meteorology. I don't. I don't know if we're talking about that right now, but I can. I can try to see if I can study the pattern of what's going on. So if we actually hit it, that uh, we're more prepared for what might be in store. Well, hmm. I'll tell you, Stark. Here's a question that's most on my mind: Would it be advantageous for us to strike before it starts moving, or to wait until it begins moving and its attention is focused elsewhere? Uh, Stark's like, haha, I think you've got it right with the second, with your second option, because once it is actually in its full meditative or resting state, I feel like it's just like, now I'm trying to think or like, is, is this world that you have, it's, if it, is it in the future from where we're at now, like in real life, or is it its own thing? Like, are there any like turtle based like creatures or anything of that ilk. Uh, this takes place. Uh, so it takes place probably about 200 or so years in our future. So it is like you came, or at the very least you came from earth, but just two here, 200 years from now. And yeah, so there's like turtles and shit like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So he'll reference like the tortoise or whatever. And he'd be like, you know, the, the natural, shield of the turtle is to retract itself into its into its shell to protect itself and i feel like with the sham with the and this is going to be all in in stark's voice i'm not going to do that every single five minutes i just feel like it's (laughs) exhausting for me so i apologize to everybody i should be in in character but i'm not i'm not no no as a matter of fact i think (laughs) that i think that a significant bond has has arisen between us because when speaking quietly for an extended period you stop going ha ha yeah, yeah. That well, even sense. if you want, if we want to throw uh, to to parse language from uh, from WWA, if you want to do like a uh, quote unquote kayfabe moment, like so one when, when all the drones are going around and everything, once the once the broadcast broadcast cuts to commercial, your drones will go to a dull blue light. Which means that they are gathering footage, but they aren't currently live streaming. Okay. Yep, sounds B-roll. good. So yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. I li- I like that because then it it feels more 
intimate for lack of a better term. So it's like, yeah. you know, we're having this, we're having this conversation between um, two people or whatever. And okay, so, yeah, well, so I, then, I'm actually nervous about the cameras and, and I don't usually talk when they're on me. And if they ever catch me, when you guys are grandstanding and looking at how many hearts you've got and, and like posing for the cameras and all that, if the camera ever happens to catch me, I'm like putting my hand to my head or rolling my eyes uh, every single, every single time. Nice. So going, going back to the conversation, you know, uh, Stark is like, yeah. So, you know, catching, catching this shambler in its uh, movement form will be probably the best way to, for Back up, for lack of a better word, attack it. Even though I don't like no, that I'm, word, I'm, I'm, you're fucking brilliant, and I literally say that and punch you on the arm to get to the softer parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of softer parts, you kind of punch him in a in a area that he doesn't that he just he wasn't ready for, and he kind of rubs it a little bit, like ah, geez, you know that kind of thing. And uh, Stark is well, like, look, okay, so so. I'm I'm standing up and like walking in a circle, kind of like snapping my fingers as I'm thinking out loud. That means uh, we don't have to go all the way up the mountain. We may not even have to go through that storm. What we want to do is wait somewhere in lay for it, somewhere it's going to go next, and maybe wait till it passes and come in from its flanks. And Stark is like, as as much as I don't like Carter for his bravado, I think that's pretty much what Carter was saying. He wanted us to kind of wait, you know, get in front of it and then wait for it. So we could, you know, we could find out what its movements are and be able to better get our grips on how we can approach the Shambler. We'll say in general, you know, uh, you know, at least heading mostly west and staying on the eastern side of the mountains will probably be a relatively good idea. Even though you won't know, you won't be able to pinpoint an exact location of where the shambler is going to be. That's kind of a generally decent idea. It's it's not a terrible idea, but it it leaves us uncertain whether it will approach us from the from behind us or or whether we will approach it from behind. Indeed, we, we, <laughs> which is something that potentially you could clear you could clear up as you get closer if you can start to look for signs for it and all that kind of stuff. Hey, do we? Do they give us like headset radios? They do not. Oh, all right. So, real quick, Mercy, Carter, and Stark, give me charm rolls. Let's see. Uh, we're gonna kind of do this on a on an escalating scale. If you have any kind of charm related skills, <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and throw those in. So before they give that, I still have my no bot. So Jesse, I wanted to do this while I, so I saw where Stark was going. So I started, started walking towards which way Stark was going because yep. Carter and Carter and Mercy were arguing while they were, while they were, you know, discussing, no, let's go this way, go that way. I'll, I'll point up my drone camera and I'll like point it over to where those two are. So yeah. Focus on them two going back and forth. And then I'll just like, put it to look back at me and I'll just like shake my head and I'll keep walking <laughs> towards keep walking towards Stark. Nice. I noticed you know, that Carter Carter was getting some love too. So I wanted to make right. sure the camera. Go ahead and, you can go ahead and give me a charm check too. 
Got a really bad charm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Carter, what do we have? I rolled a six natural. Ooh, look at you. How could how could Davy have a low charm? He's a freaking cro- and a crocodile, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, everybody's got to love that, don't they? <laughs> He, he was a good mascot. Because he has and he bad was a breath that got and an fired. odious personality. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Davey, what was your check? Stories about mascots getting fired. It's just Davey was a bit overzealous and a bit too uh, forceful with his uh, running around stuff. So he's not Did that you much say that he has like a hat or like a top hat or something? Like yeah, that? a raccoon skin cap. Uh, nice. Davey Crockett. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, what was Davey's check? Two. Two. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Mercy? Oh, well, I only have a charm of one, and I don't like the cameras, and I think that this grandstanding is really stupid, and I've made it probably obvious with all the eye rolling. Oh, uh, yeah, and at one point, the camera probably caught me making a gesture like swinging a big dick when one of these guys was doing his bit. Because I think this is just like a bunch of boys swinging their dicks around, and we have a job to do. And so that's my attitude. I don't like it when the camera's on me, but when the camera's on me, that's what they see. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I only have a charm of one, but I rolled a five. <laughs> you rolled a five. Very, look at that. Uh, and getting some sympathy. <laughs> yeah, mercy's you know, No, you know what this means? The entire female audience. <laughs> Right, yep. <laughs> and how about Stark? Uh, Natty six for me, too. Whoa, geez. All right. Uh, so, yeah, basically, before the live stream comes back, they do kind of like a, a, a montage cl- uh, voiceover catch up, uh, kind of like a uh, like a previously on almost. And, uh, and the announcer comes over and goes, watch here as Carter parts Stark and Mercy in their place. And it kind of just like does the like uh, shows the two of you like chatting away, like completely soundless as it does so in the background. And like you see like beer cans pop up in your emojis and laughs and everything like that. And then, uh, and then the announcer goes, "Is there a, uh, is there a budding relationship popping up between Mercy and Stark? Who knows?" And all of a sudden, little kissy faces and everything start to pop up on emojis between Stark and Mercy, as well as like, like that, that, that flexing arm. Oh my, uh, harkening back to. Um, I'm to, just staring uh, what, at this with my mouth yeah. open. <laughs> <laughs> What's the? I can't remember what the. Uh, from like the the World War Two, uh, you know the woman at work, Rosie the Riveter, Rosie, yeah, Rosie the Riveter, yeah. The River, yeah. So kind of like the that like flexing arm, harkening back to like the Rosie the Riveter days, starts popping up on Mercy's as well, and then uh, and then it like points to Davy doing, and he's like, uh, it like just like weird sound effects start popping up, like a boop 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 for Davy as he like starts like making weird faces and like points over to them and your googly eyes kind of shift all over the place and like laughing faces start popping up and crocodiles all over the place <laughs> and uh and we'll see uh at this point Carter just in front of you you see uh kind of a flickering of lights begin to appear 
as a uh, a small crate materializes next to you. Uh, <laughs> what is in the crate? Your loot crate. Yeah, yeah. So he says, hey. So, so he, he looks around where I go all dramatically. What's this? And he, you know, he bends down and he pulls the top off. And the, you know, the, the drone's kind of like over his shoulder and he reaches mm. in. And again, he pulls out like with just perfect, you know, precision, shows the label. He goes, it's a sud- Suds Weezer. After a long day, you deserve a break. And there's no better way to wind down than a refreshing Suds Weezer. And it cracks it open. And, you know, again, all label. Cold as a newly fallen snow and fresh as a mountain stream. Suds Weezer can take on a man-sized thirst. And he just, like, like chugs half the can. He says, <laughs> that's good stuff. And he winks at the camera, like, whole head, like, you know, <laughs> nod, wink. And then he finishes the rest of it. And, you know, carefully, like, crushes it up and puts it in his pack. It's like, don't litter. <laughs> and then he takes, like, you know, the other three out. And he, like, passes, you know, holds them out. And if the other guy, other uh, folks want to. So when when you're, when Carter does that, so Carter's all refreshed now and. Dave, he's not really paying attention because he's mad that Carter's getting all the attention. So he'll think the cameras aren't on him and he's getting a bit hot and sweaty. So all you see is him stick his arm in with like a handkerchief in through the mouth and try to like (laughs) wipe some of the sweat off. So there's Carter looking all, you know, looking all rugged, drinking a beer. And then there's Davey sticking his arm and trying to wipe his head off. And he's all like all hunched over. So (laughs) he's getting... Carter's getting all the good attention, and all of a sudden, Davey thought they weren't looking. He thought the yellow light was on, but he's in there <laughs> trying to wipe off all the sweat, all the flop sweat. Uh, and uh, and Stark, as you have a bunch of these little kissy faces and everything popping up uh, uh, from your uh, from your drone, all of a sudden, you know, little twinkles of light begin to appear next to you, and suddenly, a small a small container. Is uh, is at your feet. It's weird. He's not much. He's not much of a show off, but for some reason, he's he's humble by the fact that someone has gifted his him something. So what he'll do is he'll actually take his flute and he'll actually throw it in the air and spin it, and then he'll catch it midair and then pop the top of the crate and it'll pop open for him. <laughs> nice. And what is in the crate? We'll say that um, in the crate is a, we're going to say it's like a, trying to think of the word for it. So like sometimes when like, you know, certain instruments have extra like plugins or something that help make it better or, you know, like how a guitar has like a, a wah-wah pedal or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's yep. kind of an, an attachment that actually goes on the end of his flute. And it actually... Like, a, pl- like an effects add-on? Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. And, it, and 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 instead of effects, it actually plays almost like a synthesized kind of tune to mm. the to the flute. And you can t- he can turn it on or off. And it's actually... Uh, he's found that it's um, that, that mode of that mode of sound has actually been or actually can be soothing or agitating to mm. certain kind of monsters. So like he's, he's 
not once once he kind of does he kind of does his show off thing you know kind of thing or whatever when he gets it and he puts it on he like like genuinely looks at the camera like this is the like best thing he's ever gotten from anyone <laughs> and he doesn't quite cry but you kind of see like a little bit of like tearing up like he's like he can't believe that you know someone likes me enough to get me something like this so he's a little, graphics, he's a little clumped. yeah the graphics department is really on it so one of the cameras so you have like your main camera in front of you the main drone one of the b-roll cameras kind of sneaks up onto the side and gets a nice shot of the logo of yamasaki of the of the effect and then as it pans uh true it gets a flash shot of you and it kind of goes like anime line around your face and like the effects team like draws like a little tear come like well up in your eye and then roll down <laughs> and then uh instead of doing the haha he's almost kind of like ha ha you know like he's like, <laughs> trying not to full break out into a cry but he's trying to still be like i I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Not gonna. They're not gonna see me cry, kind of thing. <laughs> nice. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.